All right, welcome to episode 24 of the Galactic Dads podcast. Today we're going to talk about which fan favorite animated show will be returning this weekend. Uh, we'll talk about one of our favorite new movies on Netflix. We're going to talk about some Scott Snyder news in the comic book world. Uh, we'll also talk about the super sweet hashtag that raised over $400,000. What it was, what it's for, and why it's awesome. We're also going to talk about uh, Marvel's release date of new comics and how today was special and why it's not. We'll also talk about some video game news that was huge to us, dad jokes, beers, and more. So join us and let's get started. The Galactic Dads Podcast, a podcast by Geeky Dads, talking about all things geek, dad life, I am the father, and beyond. Language. All right, we are back with episode 24 of the podcast, so thank you for joining us. Uh, if this is your very first episode, we appreciate it. Hope you stick around and like what you hear. We're a bunch of geeky dads talking about the cool things that we think are worth being a geek about. Absolutely. And also dad stuff. Oh, yeah. So you're in the right spot if any of that sounds cool to you. Uh, if it doesn't, stick around. We'll probably make you laugh and, and talk about drinking, which everyone can relate to. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm actually about to get drunk right now, so yeah. join me, won't you? Yeah. Uh, today I am joined by the hostess with the mostess. Uh, that's a Twinkie. It's a double filled, so it's actually quite literally a hostess with the mostess. My mouth is watering. <laughs> and I'm also joined by Matt. What's up, buddy? What's up, man? How you doing, man? I am doing well. I'm doing well. For people who don't Good. immediately know, I am Brandon, and I anchor the show. So if you're tuning in, you're probably used to listening to me. But if you'd like to hear more of me or anyone else on the show, you and can... And that sexy voice of yours. Super sultry. Super sultry. You can hear some more <laughs> of it in a moment, too. I'll keep talking. <laughs> but you can check us out on the socials. You can find us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. No, not Snapchat. Mm, not no, TikTok. Yeah. Ha- haven't jumped on those yet. No, uh, not that bandwagon. Only so much time in the day, my God. Yeah. Uh, but you can find our website, <laughs> galacticdads.com, which will, you can find links to all that, even to the Patreon. Yeah. Uh, the Patreon has a ton of content. We put out new stuff regularly, including uh, Patreon member-only episodes of the show. Uh, those are not early access. It is quite literally only patrons get to hear the mm-hmm. After Hours episodes and some other stuff. We have uh, Star Wars breakdowns, comic book reviews, yeah. recipes for rubbing your meat uh we have a pit master <laughs> on the show so that doesn't sound as weird as it is uh, right. came across yeah it, it came, <laughs> came across kind of, uh, well let me tell you if you go and you read it you'll be like that wasn't weird yeah it, no you'll be like oh that was delicious too i i made the recipe it's delicious yes it uh, is speaking so. from experience it is a great recipe mm-hmm. yeah i say yeah a lot you ever yeah. listen to the show and listen just start picking up stuff you say and go, mm, I say that word a lot. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's mine. I say the, not going to lie, not going to lie. Yeah. Let me ask you something. <laughs> I'll be honest. That's Those are three phrases you hear when Matt's about to talk. You always just hear okay, the guys, word. Okay, guys, I got a question. Yeah. Yeah. That's just me waiting to talk for yeah. everyone else to shut up. I was like, yeah. And then I'll start talking. <laughs> that's yeah. why they love us. That's what it is. We're that's, consistent. We are. It's great. <laughs> Uh, if you guys ever want to have some fun, just record yourself on your, your cell phone or something and then yeah. play it back, and you'll hear yourself and think, oh. Especially after a few beers. Oh, then, <laughs> well, then you might like it. Who knows? Speaking of beers, what are you drinking over there? What do you, what, what do you got going on? Oh, wait, wait, wait. wait. Actually, we got to do this the right way. Do you remember? Well, I, I don't mean, know. It's, uh, we uh, got to do a little bit more for the... Uh, for the beer segment here, we could usually get music going. Oh, we can get a little music going. You know, we'll keep it low. All right, keep it low. Get that little beer what bass got? going. Got the funk. Mmm, yeah. Yeah. I hear it. You there know you what? Go. I don't know why it just sounds like that's Miller time. That's hey, that's Miller what I time. hear when I hear beer a thirty. Bit of Speaking right. of Miller, what are you drinking? <laughs> Not Miller. I am. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> I'm currently enjoying a classic, a refreshing. 
light, crisp, and satisfying beverage. Uh, this is the Bush Light. That's what I like to call Old Faithful. Oh, yeah. You know why? See, I just did. Uh, yeah. You know why this Bush Light tastes so good? I believe we just talked about that. Yeah. I see. Mm. <laughs> I'm going to catch myself doing it. I'm going to stop it. Yeah, I know. Just anyway, wait. this beer tastes so delicious because I mowed the lawn. Oh, it's, yeah. today. And there's right. nothing better than having a delicious bush light after you've mowed oh, that lawn. I'm but. flexing on my neighbors, too. My grass is much lower than theirs. <laughs> Put some lines in it, did a little diagonal pattern just oh, to let yeah. them know that I care. Crisscross it. That's right. Oh, yeah. Do a nice trim job. Mm. I trim first. When you mow the lawn, do you trim first or last? Okay. Usually I do it last because. Um, Hot take, minute. guys. This, yeah. is a, this is dad advice right here. So, usually when I'm going around my lawn with my lawnmower, I I don't tend to get real close to things because when I get real close to, say, the shed or to uh, my fire pit or something and the wheels of the mower knock it, it'll put, like, a giant mark on my shed or it'll move the bricks around my fire pit or something. So How I, hard are you mowing? <laughs> Out there just full on It's sprinting. a Sparta, so, you know, <laughs> not that half a horsepower motor going on, you know. No, I mean, like, when I'm mowing around stuff, you've seen the backyard. It's kind of tight spaces right there, right off that patio. So it's like, I just try to stay away from it, and then I'll just come back with the trimmer and trim it all up nice and neat. Like, I just kind of get the main area with the mower, and then I just come back and trim. So I do it opposite of you. You but trim I'm, all the corners yeah. so and So I trim first, but I trim knowing what my mower does and how it handles spaces. Mm-hmm. So I'll trim out yeah. to where I know I'm in plenty of space, to, to where I'm not even... Having to get up next to the house with the mower? Yeah. Close, yes, of course. But go ahead, trim it all down. Make it up nice and neat. Because that way, when you trim and then mow, the trim stuff gets sucked up or mulched up, and you don't see it after the fact. My neighbor, if you're listening, I'm sorry, but here's my grievance. (laughs) (laughs) Kind of have a trimmer for a while. (laughs) And that's fine. I mean, whatever. If you don't have one, you don't have one. I offered mine several times, and he finally used it. There you go. But he had like four foot weeds. <laughs> yeah, you the, can't use a trimmer on the side of his weed. house, and he used it after he mowed the lawn. So he had like willows just <laughs> bent over all over his lawn. I was like, come, come on, man. There were so many times that I just thought, you know, if I just go over there and do it for him, do you think he'd be this mad? Would, yeah, do you think he would notice? Like, do you think he'd be upset? <laughs> I don't know how you wouldn't notice. Half uh, your house is camoed. Looks like yeah, that's looks true. Like you got yeah. your house sitting in a duck blind. <laughs> But he used it and it's fine now. I just noticed that for the longest time. So is he sitting on his French por- front uh, front porch with the quack collars or whatever the duck collars? Oh. Quack, quack. Yeah, he, <laughs> he's out there with a long beard, just ready to shoot at birds as they fly by. Uh, but anyway, but anyway, so yeah. So you, in my opinion, you trim first, okay. and now it gets sucked up. But you trim knowing where your mower's going. Yeah, that's good point. That's yeah. a very good point. But I mean, hey, yeah, I said yeah again. Um, but. <laughs> Back to the beer. <laughs> this is really getting to me. This is gonna. I'm gonna. I will break myself. <laughs> you will break. I you. will. But back to the beer. Yeah. What are you? What are you drinking, Matt? Tonight I went with something that I haven't gone with. I don't think yet on the show. But it is. I don't a, think we've had one on the show yet. Yeah. It is one that I've. God, I've been drinking this beer for a long time. I'm a big brown ale fan, and this is. I went with the Newcastle. Nice. The Newcastle brown ale. Um, it's uh, only 4.7 alcohol by volume, so it's a little lower, but it's really good. It's got good flavor, though. Yeah, it's, uh, I can't even, I'm sorry, my eyes are really bad, and I can't read the bottle, so I'm not even going to nah, Don't worry it. about it. I think everybody <laughs> on the show knows what Newcastle is. Yeah. It's a nice light brown ale. It used to come in it's a clear. It's got good finish. It used to come in a clear bottle. Back in the day, it used to come in a clear bottle. Now it's a brown and, bottle. And now it's a brown bottle. We never noticed because it's a brown ale. But when you go to the bar and you get a Newcastle, you'd look. Oh, oh it's a no, you're glass. right. It yeah. did used to come in a clear bottle. <laughs> yeah. And I always thought it was a brown bottle. Exactly. Now it's it a is brown, a brown bottle. Now it is a brown bottle and you can't see the brown beer in it. <laughs> right. Because I always knew when the glass shattered, it was clear because I was throwing it at my neighbor. <laughs> exactly. Uh, not the weeds. one who wasn't mowing, but I was. Oh, a different guy. No, no. That was a long time ago. I'm a different person. A different person. I'm a better man. We all make mistakes. <laughs> so that guy that's worth catching bottles. <laughs> so anyway, if you are interested in sampling any of the beers that we've had on the show, you can follow us on the Untapped 
That app, if you are not familiar, is a great way to follow people and their beer drinking habits as well as discover new beers and suggest some to others. You can find us on the untapped app at Galactic Dads. Come check us out. You might be surprised. I actually had somebody um, ask to be a friend the other day, and it caught me by surprise because it came across as an email. Oh, yeah? Instead of as a notification on the app. Oh, did we know this person, or is it a fan of the show? I didn't know that person directly. Okay. Uh, but I bet Eric probably does. Ah, uh, okay. So, yeah, it's probably somebody somebody knows. Yeah. Speaking of which, speaking <clears throat> of Eric and everybody, let's uh, give a shout-out to everybody that's not here. There are some empty chairs in the room, and we will talk about them because they're not here. If you're yeah. not here, we're going to talk about you, but in a good way because we're not drunk yet. <laughs> so we'll start with Eric because he was the first one we mentioned. Yes. Eric, you Eric, can find up? on the socials, by the way. He is at Twitter and Instagram at Laser83Eric. You can hit him up. He is a chatty kind of guy. Chatty, chatty. He's chay, chay, bang, bang. He also really, really enjoys beer. Probably, I wouldn't say. Yeah. Like he, I would say more so than we even do. Yeah. Like we just he, like high volume. Mm-hmm. He enjoys quality and flavor. Absolutely. And he's got the palate for it. He's really, he, he knows what is good and what is not. I mean, the guy is a pit master beyond belief. He can smoke some meat. He can grill some meat, charcoal all day long. His taste uh, buds, just, I think, are enhanced. Yeah. He, yes. And His, you can tell. <laughs> exactly. So, so check him out. Uh, he usually helms the untapped app for us as well as John. John is not here today. Yeah. You can find him on Twitter at. At Jedi John 4. Yes. Because 1 through 3 and 5 through infinity were taken, but 4 was open. So, so he is at Jedi with, John 4. Yeah, he went with the 4. John is our resident Funko Pop expert. John. It's kind of unhealthy. He also really enjoys beers. Right, I don't yes. think his palate is as refined as Eric's because John leans more towards the quantity over quality thing that, that we like. <laughs> yes. I think he's closer to our side of the spectrum. <laughs> Uh, but he also uh, manages the untapped app for us. So between him and Eric, there is some serious beer knowledge there. Absolutely. And then the only other guy missing from the show is Justin. Intern Justin, what's Intern up? Intern Justin. He earned a nickname last episode. It's going to stick at least through episode 50. So buckle up, buddy. It's time to do some learning. <laughs> we love you. Yeah, we do. <laughs> we really do. We really do. We are missing you today. On your hot takes and laughs behind the mic. Yes. Uh, he yeah. says all of his funny stuff. Six feet from the mic. Yeah. I know, so you can't barely hear him. <laughs> You're like, wait a minute. Or why didn't you say that while we were recording? <laughs> I, I can guarantee he's listening to this right now, and he's going, why do these guys always have to fucking rip on me all the time? <laughs> bashing on me. <laughs> we're not bashing on you, but you're the intern. No. We're going to haze you. Yeah. So bring your paddle next time, big boy. <laughs> He's probably, he's like, I got three. What do you want? What well, do you all want? right, all right, all right. All right. <laughs> Man. You got that. Nice. Wow, that pizza the wife made is coming right back up. That was some good pizza. That was excellent. Homemade pizza. The awesome. wife made full-blown homemade pizza. We're talking about over there beating the dough. and She flipped it in the air and everything. From flour, all that kind of Pregnant stuff. Pregnant and all, man. I mean, just everything. It's like, Jesus, what? that's a hard ass right there. You know what? If I'd have asked, she'd have muzzle on today. I, yeah, she actually she said that when we walked in. She's like, I would have done it, but you wanted to do it. I was like, you're awesome. One day I came home from work, and I was driving by, and my wife was in the lawn mowing the grass, holding our daughter. Oh, wow. And I thought to myself, the only way this gets better is if she's pregnant. Yeah. Um, she wasn't at the time. She was. However, it pissed me off because I... Pulled into the driveway, got out before I could get my phone out. She had turned the mower off and put the kid down. I was like, no, no. <laughs> oh, no, get I, back to where I you were. I needed to brag on this. I swear at least three of my neighbors were out looking at her like, holy crap. Honey. <laughs> honey, hon- take note. Honey, come here. Look out the window. God damn it. <laughs> Surprised nobody came over to my house with a six pack of beer. Like, how'd you do that? Yeah. You want to give us your trade secrets here, buddy? I'll- What's going on? I wish I had one. I do, you was, have some, do you have her under some sort of spell? I was just as surprised when I pulled up. I almost swerved into the neighbor's lawn. <laughs> like, holy shit, is that my house? What was that? Who is this? Actually, you cannot I, be my wife. I wasn't actually surprised so much as I was like, man, she's making me look bad in front of the neighbors. <laughs> All the guys are like, holy crap, she's mowing the lawn. Uh, Why is she cred. mowing his lawn? <laughs> your street cred's going down. 
<laughs> yeah, it was kind of a double-edged sword. I didn't know whether you'd be proud or ashamed. I know, right? Hey, Those I are would, the struggles I'd, of dad life. You know what? I, one thing you guys have taught me is screw what everybody thinks. Be proud of your girl. Be proud of your wife. I was proud of myself. I was like, guess I'm not sweating today. <laughs> Go outside, play some Xbox. Oh, God. Awesome. A lot of great stuff, though. So we miss you guys. Um, we hope you guys have already jotted down some quick grass cut notes. Yeah, we miss it's you cool guys. to let your wife do it. It's also great to borrow your neighbor's trimmer and trim before you mow. Yeah, Bam. absolutely. You know? Make, make everything look nice. I like to trim. I like I usually like to cut. I usually cut a little bit better than Aaron, but Aaron's been cutting lately, and she's been doing a really good job. I gotta I gotta admit, she's doing a good job. That's good. Yeah, that's good. So. I'm just waiting for my kid to get old enough to go do it for me. All right, <laughs> but then I'll probably be like you do such a terrible job, and I know it's not an accident. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> she's. He wants me to cut the grass. I'll cut it horrible. We'll see if he asks me again. <laughs> we'll see if she pulls that one trick where you set the mower all the way to low and just <laughs> oh, destroy and just the lawn. <laughs> Bick the lawn. <laughs> Won't be mowing the grass till next spring. Yeah. <laughs> if there even is any grass. <laughs> Damn right there will be. Guess who's, hey, guess like, who's overseeding <laughs> all summer long? Let's say, Kinsley, you're supposed to cut the grass, not take up the sod. Come on now. <laughs> Give you a lawnmower with like 24 settings in height, and you went out there with a straight razor. <laughs> uh, we're going to get this shit down to dirt. She would. Uh, she, My daughter, she's only three now, but she is honored enough to be like, you want me to do what? Yeah. Oh, I have to do it? Yeah. Good luck. But then again, doesn't it make you feel good when she's sitting there watching TV with you? Just oh, sit on the couch, you know. You gotta if love If it's just that. her and I, it's it's phenomenal. Yeah, she'll I walk would. up. She'll walk up like Dad. She'll watch. I sit by you. Yeah, and you're watching your shows and stuff, and you know, which is sometimes okay. Most yeah, of the time, so, not. Yeah, depending on what you're watching. Most right? of the time, not. But she <laughs> likes all the stuff I watch, which. I'm going to be honest with you. Most of the time, I yeah. don't have a refined viewing palette. I'm watching <laughs> cartoons. They're just all. I think the yeah. I think the world listen. They're like this guy likes cartoons. Let's let them grow up with him. So I'm watching some messed up stuff, right? Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we we grew up in an age with Ren and Stimpy, so and Rocco's modern and life. Rocco. <laughs> oh my god! Some of that stuff you like, or even Dexter's Lab, Powerpuff Girls. Oh, I didn't watch them. Oh, yeah. they, they were on Cartoon Network, but there was a mayor in Powerpuff Girls. <laughs> I, who has secretary who had no head. Like she was always just like all legs, yeah. a tight mini skirt and huge boobs. <laughs> and she was tall enough that you never saw her head. Yeah. So all you saw was her body. <laughs> she had like a sultry Jessica rabbit voice. Oh God. See that left a mark on me as a kid. Cause I can clearly, you know, I can hear one thing that, that character. It, to- it really left a mark on me. Um, is, uh, when I was 19 years old, I was introduced to Aqua Teen Hunger Force. <laughs> Who's your favorite character on Aqua Teen Hunger Force? Oh, my God. That is a really hard question. That's it, a really hard question. It is question. an immediate answer for me. I don't even have to think I would about have it. to say the neighbor, Carl. Carl. Yeah. Carl is my favorite. I mean, that's a hard question. Like, it's between him and Shake, because Shake is just stupid and hilarious. But Carl, dude, hands down, Carl makes the show. Carl is my absolute favorite. That yeah, I dude, I I would have to choose him because it's like my pool's tearing ass around the yard, but it's standing still. Still waters run deep. <laughs> hey, what are you doing over there, fry guy? <laughs> He's always running around in sweatpants and flip flops. <laughs> hey, yo, is that the four hundred belt from the eighty three tour? I saw those guys in the Meadowlands with Brian Adams. That was a kick ass show. Man, that freaking rocked your face off. <laughs> I totally copped his feel off this drunk broad. <laughs> yeah. When they were playing that song Urgent. Now all I remember is that, that girl's boobs covered in vomit. <laughs> yeah, Carl is probably my favorite <laughs> oh my character. There's Something an, like that. There's an episode <laughs> where Carl is their neighbor in Aqua Teen Hunger Force if you've never seen it. If you've never seen it, it's going to be hard for you to buy Fried man shaking meatwad. It's a floating thing of fries with a goatee. <laughs> Uh, a right? walk, yeah, and he's a smart genius one. He's the smart one, and it's the somehow walking shake with rubber gloves <laughs> and eyes, yes. and then meat wad. I guess would be it's the patty just, of this happy yeah. meal, and he's just a it, rolling raw. wad of meat. Yeah, and he's got hair like yeah, he's got like fuzz. And, fuzz. <laughs> and they have a neighbor, and the neighbor is Carl, and they get into these weird, crazy adventures. There was one episode where uh, they get. The, <laughs> 
was it the chicken arise? So you get this dead chicken to return from the dead, and it's a giant, and it crushes Carl's house. Yeah. And Carl's response is to run outside and say, hey, what are you doing? You forgot about my car. And he starts beating the shit out of his own car. Just, it's oh my god, it's a good show if you haven't seen it. Like I said, there's a lot to buy into, but once you do, it's... It's pretty hilarious. <laughs> when you're a teenager, uh, when you're 19, 20, and you're living on your own with your buddies, and you know. Yeah. You don't <laughs> he, even have to be high, but it helps. Yeah. I mean, you just, he brings over like the first two seasons, and you just sit there and watch them all. <laughs> that was one of the best things about Adult Swim when it first really started. Because this was before that, streaming services started. Yeah. So you would actually go buy the seasons yeah. on DVD uh-huh. and watch them. I watched Harvey Birdman, Attorney at Law, <laughs> the first season so many times. <laughs> I bought all the Jackass, Jackass 1, 2, and 3, all the seasons. Or Jackass season 1, 2, because it was like on MTV before it was movies. Yeah. And I bought all those seasons, and we used to sit back and watch all the Jackass ones. <laughs> I'll still laugh at those. Oh my god! One of the hardest I laughed is when Johnny Knoxville got in like the football helmet and he had the cup on and he stood there in front of the tennis ball shooter. He was shooting tennis balls at his nuts. <laughs> he was just getting smoked with all these tennis balls. There was a, there was a lot of funny ones, but I remember laughing real hard. There was an one. episode where they did that on a highway court. Oh, with the yeah, with the oranges. Oh my god. And the only thing I thought while I was watching that was... That had to hurt so bad. That had to hurt so bad. Had, so that bad. Was, that was Steve-O and... Um, was it Chris? Or Jack? No, Johnny. That uh, was, was Johnny. That was Johnny and Steve-O. Dude, the bruises on their legs were massive. 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 Oh, Because there are skits that they do on Jackass that are just hysterical. Oh, yeah. And there are some where you just look at it and... <sighs> You just go, ooh. Okay, so that right there, there's one scene. It's the most cringeworthy scene that I've ever seen on Jackass is when he takes a yellow envelope and paper cuts between the webbing of his Mm -mm. toes. Stop it. That's a scene from Jackass 2. That is the worst thing I've ever seen. I don't know. Of all the footage (laughs) they probably had. Oh, my God. That that made it in. I wonder what got left out. Oh, that God. was just like a boredom thing. They were in the hotel yeah, room. Yeah, like it was probably raining outside or something. And they were going, well, what else can we do that's just absolutely horrible? Oh. The one where they get the guy all messed up on laxatives and take him to the hardware store. <laughs> and he takes a crap in a freestanding oh, toilet. Yeah. <laughs> oh, was that the one also where he was... David England, he was taking a sh- he was shitting his pants inside the van before the van. they got there. <laughs> so that was the same skit. They were trying to get him to do it at the hardware store. He yeah. couldn't hang on. He couldn't hang on. Yeah. <laughs> you see the camera. The van pulls over the side <laughs> of the road. Everyone's running out. <laughs> it smells so bad. They're all. <laughs> I can. You know what? Dads can relate to that. We've all had a kid have that throw up in the car seat moment. Oh, yeah. We just pull over like. <laughs> you had it on the way to Chicago. Yeah, I had down on in Chicago traffic near the airport where they're in the middle of road construction for the second decade now. When you're five minutes from the hotel, but it's five still a three minutes. Minute, or it's still a, a three minute drive. <laughs> yeah, it's five minutes from the hotel, but it's a three hour car ride. Because <laughs> of traffic. We're just locked, middle lane. Screw you, Chicago. Turn back and my kid's throwing up chocolate milk all over herself. (laughs) And it had curdled, believe me. Oh, God. Just sat in the car looking, thinking, I can't get out. I can't scream. (laughs) I just got to breathe this I just have to sit in this car (laughs) and enjoy being marinated. (laughs) In chocolate milk vomit. (laughs) So, mm, if I could go back and do it all over again. chocolate milk vomit. But once we got out of the car and I hosed the kid down in the bathtub, it was fine. Yeah. And then we did yeah. Ace Comic Con, which was cool. Yeah, so, it was cool. Fun story. Fun yep. story. But we went down that rabbit hole of watching terrible stuff on TV because yeah. sometimes my daughter sits with me and just says, Dad, I'll sit with you. And I'm, of course I'm going to say yeah. And I don't turn off what I'm watching. So fun side note, she now loves Family Guy, American Dad, <laughs> and asks to watch Rick and Morty. <laughs> That's that's awesome. so awesome. It's not great. Right, my my it's not great. My daughter she, loves Family Guy too. She was watching the crap out of it recently. I sent you a picture of it, but it's just like, oh boy, yeah. <laughs> Rick and Morty. I haven't gotten that far. Rick and Morty's 
worse. They'll drop the F bomb Hurricane oh, Morty. Yeah, it's I, I Which is hilarious, but I didn't notice how much they do it <laughs> until I started paying attention to Kinsley sitting next to me. And I thought, <laughs> it's gonna get me in trouble. I, I probably shouldn't be watching this with her. <laughs> I'm pickle Rick. Yeah, why is he a pickle? What's he doing to those rats? He is eviscerating them with found <laughs> items in the toilet. Uh, you know what? Maybe let's turn on Sesame Street. <laughs> the letter of the day is K for kill all these goddamn rats, Morty. <laughs> all right, let's move on. Sounds like a wonderful cartoon for your child to be watching. Yeah, it's not. So I'm going to have to break her of that. But the good news, if you are a fan of freaking Morty, the second half of season four is about to resume. Nice. So the last episode was at the very beginning of December, and that was the Rattlesnake Rick Lactica, which was a weird... <laughs> I can't even go into detail. A Rattlesnake Rick Lactica? Yeah. So they... <laughs> what the hell is that? <laughs> okay, so they're bored in the spaceship, driving through space, and they get a flat, which is ridiculous because oh. they're in space. But they're get, they get a flat. Rick puts on a space suit, goes out to fix the flat. He tells Morty to stay in the car. Morty gets bored, puts on a suit, goes outside the spaceship, and promptly gets yelled at by Rick for not staying in the goddamn car. <laughs> and he, uh, while he's in the car, he goes, uh, no, no, sorry, I was, I was like, distracted. Somebody's it's calling like, usually me. it's my phone that goes off. No, now it's, it's your watch. It's my watch <laughs> going off. So anyway, so he does not stay in the car, of course, and he's arguing with Rick that there's nothing in space that can kill him. And Rick's argument is, it's space. Literally everything is in space <laughs> can that kill can kill you. you. And out of nowhere, a snake in a spacesuit slithers up to Morty and bites his ankle. <laughs> So, so obscure, crazy, and dumb. That is very, um, yeah, that is very odd. And it just so happens that to find the anti-venom, they have to find the snake's planet, scan it, and then make the cure. So they make the cure, they give the you know, anti-venom to, to Morty. But hang on, what they find out is that the snake that bit Morty was its their first female astronaut. <laughs> oh, my God. So Morty feels bad about killing it. <laughs> And ends up going and getting a pet snake from Earth, painting it to look like that snake. <laughs> oh, my God. Flying back to the planet and throwing the snake down to the planet. And the planet. I might have to watch this it's, show. It's absolutely <laughs> ridiculous. Have, it becomes like this weird Terminator thing. I might have to watch this show. <laughs> it becomes this crazy time travel Terminator, but with snakes episode. Oh, God. And even the subplot with uh, Morty's dad is hysterical. <laughs> You know, the the thing about these shows that I remember, like Aqua Teen and um, Robot Chicken and stuff like that that I used to watch all the time is like, it was almost like a challenge every night I sat down to watch a new show is, can it get more random than it was the last show? And that's why it's funny. <laughs> I, for it's real, so because obscure. it is so, exactly, like, what the hell is going on? Who thinks of this type of shit? You know what the thing is? <laughs> People like me. Think of this kind of shit. I'm not I that just creative. I'm don't sorry. work at that job. I need to go find that job. <laughs> yeah, for real. Like, so call up Seth Green and be like, "I want to be a robot chicken guy. I got some great ideas." Got for a you. couple of hilarious skits. We'll see how they play. <laughs> the first eight I pitch, he'll go. Those are really aggressive. Probably yeah. not. Yes, exactly. Tell me that ninth one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. So my kid. It's the middle of the night. He's gonna pass. Yeah. <laughs> <I'm> like, <laughs> Bullshit, you did Tooth Fairy skit where yeah. Tooth Fairy shows up in the middle of a domestic dispute by the kid's parents. Oh, my God. I didn't see that one. That was hilarious. Holy shit. <laughs> All oh. right. We won't go too deep into that one. But if you know the episode I'm talking about, there's a robot chicken where a Tooth Fairy shows up to, to see a kid. <laughs> She's giving the kid a dollar, and all of a sudden, the kid's parents outside the room start really going at it. He, you know, it's crazy because it's like, dude, Robot Chicken, it's like he's like changing the channel, changing the channel, and it's all these different little skits, and it's like, it's so, he, there's so many of them, that show is brilliant, because there's so many things, it's it's hard oh, it's for me. It's just different shows. To, yeah, it's it's hard for me to remember all these individual little skits that he does. Um, Some are more memorable. Uh, A right. lot of them are just the TV shows that 
Seth Green watched as a kid. Yeah, that he's making fun of. And yeah. then he just makes fun of now. Like, there's uh, Skeletor like Ske- at his oh, day yeah, job. Yeah. yeah. Pretty great. <laughs> uh, there was one with uh, Optimus Prime, the Transformer. Yeah. Oh, I, I remember seeing that. He ends up he with colon lot. cancer. He does a lot. Oh, I didn't see that one because I was going to say he's he's done multiple skits with Optimus and, and, and um, Transformers. Um, there's a ton of them. Yeah. So anyway, back to uh, on Adult Swim, which yeah. is where all these shows that we have mentioned. That's, yeah, that's where I used to watch all those shows. They have, uh, I think it's May 2nd. May 2nd or 3rd is the sixth episode of the fourth season finally premieres. So we get five more episodes from season four. Nice. That's cool. So I'm looking forward to that. I got some friends that... Uh, I'm one like of them. Pretty wa- Well, yeah, you are definitely one of them. Some other buddies that... Uh, Definitely watch Rick and Morty, so they'll they'll be happy for Hilarious. sure. John's a big Rick and Morty fan as well. He and I will sometimes text in the middle of an episode or after <laughs> it and just start laughing. You're not spoiling any episodes anymore, are you? No, the only okay. one I'm talking about is that rattlesnake Rick Snake Lack Rick Lactica. Rick Lactica, yeah. yeah. Rattlesnake Rick Lactica. <laughs> Absolutely insane. Uh but anything else you're watching currently? Um, I know we were talking before the show about some stuff. Yeah. Uh, well, I've been watching some stuff on Netflix. Have you been watching anything I on have, Netflix? I have been catching up yeah. on a few things on Netflix. Um, the the shows that I got into were... Uh, <laughs> sorry. It's, were, it's uh, just the kids trying to come through the floor <laughs> upstairs. Say, it's it's like fine. a bomb went off. Um, but no, I, I got into Netflix and I got into Waco. Uh, I love history. It's a I good. Watch that it is a really good show. They, they very they leave it very vague as to what because you know there's not a lot of proof as to what happened, who did what, who started whatever. You know, if you know the story of Waco, Texas, um, but great show. Uh, I also got into Ozark, which you started. Ooh, I started uh, season three. I yeah, I finished one. I finished Ozark a while back, so it, I God, I love that show. Just the first episode, I thought to myself, "Holy crap, <laughs> you are in for a treat." That's that's going to be a hell of a ride. Although, um, I mean, let's be honest, season one and two of Ozark is a slam bang ride the whole way through. Yes. Okay. So. I will say one thing about season three is there are some characters in that season that I got a little uh, upset with. So it's just like you get frustrated. You're not upset with, oh, but you're I get frustrated. It. I you're get like, that. oh my God, what are you doing? You know, why? Why? You get frustrated. Frustrated. Slurs. So frustrated. Beers are going down good. But no. Intern Matt tonight. <laughs> I'm taking over, Justin. Move over, bitch. No, um, no, it's the, like the title's on the line, buddy. You got to defend <laughs> next week. Yeah, Justin, what's up, man? I'm coming for that title. Um, but no, it's a great show. There's characters on there that get me frustrated. There's characters on there that make me think, like the biggest WTF moment I've ever had in my life, like through this show, like literally. Um, I don't know, but it, season three it comes around so well. Everything yeah, the, comes around. Those so writers well. are really, they're brilliant. Really hauling that show. They are brilliant. I mean, I love it. It's up there with Breaking Bad, in my opinion. Sorry, I'm going a little too much about it. Here. Yeah, he's going deep. I'm well, expressive. All right, I'm. I'm sorry. going to cut it and post. It's fine. Ah, I thought you guys went in deep on Ozark. <laughs> mentioned like four things about it. Moved on. Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty sure I talked about Ozark for five minutes, but in the podcast, it was only thirty seconds. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> You know how long it would take me to edit that out? My God. Just drop five minutes out of it. <laughs> Just go through. Just cut it out. Cut. But no, it is. You You got a lot to look forward to. It's a great show. Um, and uh, But Extraction, the movie. Extraction was That awesome. is where I'm staring this. I want to talk about Extraction. Yeah. What do you got? The movie was great. It's oh. based on the graphic novel Ciudad. Oh, I didn't know it was based on a novel. Mm-hmm. Okay. Cool. That so, makes me kind of even like it even more. It's not a movie that you watch thinking to yourself, I'm going to feel really good when this movie's over. Because <laughs> the whole plot of the movie, like, is, you know, as soon as it kicks into gear, you're like, "These are there are going to be some hard choices here. It, um, Yeah, eye-opening. You know, there's a couple parts in that movie that I was, like you even said to me earlier, you said this and I agreed as you like, I was not ready for that. <laughs> 
And no, I wasn't either. <laughs> Mm-mm. It was tough. Yes. It was good, though. Really incredible acting from everyone, especially the the whoever the actor is that plays the kid. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He's really convincing. Yes. He he played a very scared child very, very well. Um, of course, though, the, the main star of the film is Chris Thor Hemsworth. himself, mm-hmm. Chris Hemsworth. And, you know, I'm just going to say it. He did a great job, I think, personally. He did. He makes a beard look good. He's a little thinner than he is when uh, we last saw him in Avengers Endgame. <laughs> he's not bro Thor. Yeah, he's not bro Thor. <laughs> There's no bathrobe and sunglasses. <laughs> Six-pack of beer hanging yeah, he's, off the side. He's back to being felt trim and in fighting form. And let me tell you, he kicks some ass. Well, and two, it's like he had, he, his comical sense of Thor, like he's kind of comical and 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 that and he is now in this movie he has really no comical sense to it but what there's like one or two parts but he's like it's a hard-ass comedy it's like hey motherfucker i'm a hard-ass and i'm gonna whoop the shit out of you and kill you but i'm gonna do it and i'm gonna make a joke about it and it's gonna be funny (laughs) like his comedy his comedy in this movie isn't really comedy it's just like kind of makes you sit back and go ah (laughs) and then and then he takes like seven dudes out, and you're like, "Damn!" <laughs> yeah, there's a scene where you can tell he's just annoyed. Yeah, and it's not. I'm, it may be black comedy because he's That's laughing a good in the way. moment. Yeah, it's no it's dark comedy, I guess you'd say. Because it's dark. Because you laugh. But you almost go, oh, God. Yes, that's kind of what I meant. Yeah, it's like right that, just like that. <laughs> you laugh, but then you feel bad for laughing because you're like, oh. You feel bad for almost everyone who's under the age of 20 in this film. Yeah, which is surprisingly a lot of characters. Mm, so, there's a lot. Because so. it, it, it takes place in Bangladesh, which is in, in India, and the, the laws in India are not like America. I don't... I feel like <laughs> when I think of India, I do not think of a crime-ridden city. It, but it is. But this movie <laughs> makes me think, I never want to go there. <laughs> I'll pass. <laughs> yeah, right? He's like, we're in the worst-smelling sewer ever. <laughs> and, the, and then he's just sitting there leaning against the wall. I'd be like, dude, don't don't lean is against that. that. <laughs> is that a turd floating yeah. by? Oh, God. And then the rats swimming down. The, I'm like, huh. <laughs> no, it, this movie really changed my... Cause, I'm an American, okay, and I'm sure a lot of other countries have an image in mind when they think of Americans. If oh, it's absolutely. a bunch of dead, I sexy agree. people, it's wrong. We're all probably <laughs> overweight, yeah, um, under-exercised. Obese. Yeah. Mm, yeah. <laughs> Which, by the way, I think I get a basket of fries from McDonald's when I leave Oh, here. that's a basket of fries. Yeah, I sell them in baskets now. McDonald's has baskets of fries? Where the hell have I been? Well, they're on the menu, so you clearly haven't been going through the drive-thru. I haven't been to McDonald's, and, well, that's not true. A, a couple months ago, we went and got some uh, the big deluxe breakfasts. Breakfasts. Yeah, okay. early in the morning. This is a good dad question. Anyway. When you when you and the fam yeah. go to McDonald's, uh-huh. or almost any restaurant, sure, no matter where you go, do you already know what you're going to get before you get there? Depending on the restaurant, yes. Sometimes I don't even look at menus anymore. They're like, would you like to try her? And before they're done, I'm like, nope. Here's what I want. <laughs> yeah. We have these great new apps. Don't care. I'll take yeah. what I've been eating for 12 years. Yeah. So I used to, when we used to go out for lunch at work a lot, um, we used to try a lot of different places. And if it's a place I've never been to or it's a place I've heard of, I'd, yeah, I'm going to look at the menu. But if it's a place like I go to like JJ's, I know their whole menu. JJ's is awesome. And you're going to eat and the I'm same thing you eat, eat all the time anyway. Because there's like 10 different things that I love there. So it's like I got a great choice to choose Well, from. at least there you do have a rotation. Exactly. Get a little bit through. of a rotation. But like as far as like McDonald's, yeah, I, I usually go with the number one large with the Sprite. Big like, Mac all day. Perfect example. Big Mac all day. Taco Bell. Where are you getting? Three Dorito Taco Supremes. Mm-hmm. One of those uh, beef, uh, the burrito. What is that burrito? Oh, it's that burrito. Um Beefy five layer, yeah, the beefy five layer, the beefy five layer burrito. I don't know if that's a sex move or something you order. And if I'm feeling feisty, the Mexican pizza. Oh yeah, see, because they got go. rid of my fucking double decker, the bastards. Man, you have a foul mouth when it comes to your Taco Bell, dude. You know I that? love that double decker. That was the best. 
So my case in point is I haven't looked at a menu in a long time. Yeah. So you probably haven't either. No, I have not. That's probably why you don't know McDonald's has a basket of fries. I know. I, but that's right. to take it back to the point of I was gonna say, Americans eating fast food, <laughs> go back to extraction, it really changed my perception. I, I didn't think you'd have like sweeping views of coastal sea lines or anything like that in India. I'm no. sure India probably has a lot of coastline. Right? They got coastline, yeah. Thank you. But uh, I'm not like, I don't even think of it as this huge crime ridden. And then I think about it, I'm like, there's over a billion people in India. Yes. There's going to be a lot of people in the way. And this movie kind of captured that a little bit for me. Mm -hmm. I'll probably one day maybe visit India and hope I don't see any of the shit I saw in this movie. (laughs) If I visit India, I'm going to go like up north to like Nepal. Oh, that'd be cool. Yeah, I want to go see the mountains, Himalayas. That'd be really cool. My, like, Do they have of, Sherpas? Oh, in, yeah. In so my, one of my bucket list things, dad bucket list here, I don't want to climb Everest, but I want to hike to the base camp. So the hike to the base camp. Oh, you camp don't want to like, summit? You just want to go yeah, hit the oh, base God, camp? No, I'm not, I'm not crawling over that Kumbu Icefall. Fuck that. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it's called, the Kumbu Icefall. It's, it's, it's a moving glacier, and you got to climb over it over and over and over and over. you got to climb up and down, up and down, up and down to acclimate yourself over and over, and it's... Like you know what would stop me? Thousand from, foot crevasses from I reaching mean, yeah. the top of Everest. <laughs> the danger, the bodies you pass yeah, along the, the way. Oh, that too. Well, well, yeah, if that that's a red flag, guys, I'm good. Yeah, and I'm a good. Lot, a lot of the times they have picked those bodies up and moved them like you know ten twenty yards off off to the side, off to the side, but you still pass them. So, hey, we don't want these rich white people to see <laughs> these things on the way up. Yeah, but, uh, that could be one. But, dude, if I ever got the chance to go to India, I'd go up north to Nepal, Kathmandu. I would love to see Kathmandu. I would love to do the 12. It's a three-day drive and, a, like, a 12-day hike to base camp. So I would love to to do that, stay at base camp for a time being because I have to acclimate. Well, yeah, and see, that I'm lucky. I'm one of the lucky people. I can acclimate pretty well. I can, I can get up to 13,000, 14,000 feet and, and still be fine. A lot of people can't. and I mean, Dude, I, I bet I couldn't. I bet I'd it, sit there and be like, I have altitude sickness. Yeah, because <laughs> like when we were when when Justin and I summited the mountain uh, just this last summer, you know, it it didn't bother me so bad. So being out there in India, Himalayas is way higher. It's definitely a bucket list thing for me. That'd anyway, be, I could go do it. Yeah, but on my way back from being rescued by Chris Hemsworth in extraction, <laughs> exactly. exactly, he could rescue me any day. He though. could rescue you. Yeah, I'd be like, did you bring? Did you bring the hammer? <laughs> Fly me out of here with that bitch. Just a rifle. <laughs> Lame. Uh, dude, he was pretty lethal with that rifle, too. He was lethal with his hands. <laughs> yeah. When that... he did the knife fight, I was like, damn. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I like who won the knife fight. Yeah, right? Yeah. That was kind of surprising. <laughs> Although you should have seen it coming, but it's you'll yeah. see. It. So, guys. Yeah, so go watch Extraction. Watch Instra- Extraction. Instra- Extraction. Yeah. You extract the extraction. Yeah, that is, uh, like I said, based on the graphic novel Ciudad by Andy Parks, who has a screenplay writing credit on this movie. And even in the credits, it goes based on the ah. graphic novel Ciudad, which I'm cool. going to have to go pick that up now, though. I was I just say, have that this, is cool, yeah. I just have this feeling it's going to be like a badass, like gritty Greg Rucka type story. Mm-hmm. He writes some of my favorite crime stuff. Him and Ed Brubaker, mm, mm-hmm. best crime comic writers. But speaking of comics, there was some good news that just came out this week. Um, Marvel actually announced when they're shipping comics again. Really? Yes. When is this? It will be May 27th. Oh, okay. So not too far. Not too far. It's about another month, maybe. Still realistically a month away. Uh, But they did announce that when they do it, it will be a staggered release. So they won't immediately resume uh, from when they stopped from the COVID pandemic. I got you. So they're going to kind of stagger some things out. Uh, DC, even though they uh, just got new comics in the shop on April 28th uh, to be the first in the industry to to kind of start that, resume the publishing and distribution process, Mm -hmm. uh, also has kind of done the same. They've they've got the staggered release out. So I wasn't surprised when Marvel did that. Yeah. But when you have the big two getting their comics back in the shop, that's a really good sign. Oh, yeah. That's, you know... Pushing it back out there for him. I'm just excited because you know how much I love comics. Oh, absolutely. Gives yeah. me a reason to go join Justin at Justin's Comics. Yep. Which 
we were kind of figuring out what we were going to do for our Patreon giveaway, mm-hmm. which we have to draw today. It's the beginning of May. Oh. Uh, so we figure out who gets to win that. Uh, nice. Even though Patreon kind of has like these gambling kind of rules. Uh, so <laughs> technically the way we've been doing a giveaway violates that. <laughs> oh, which really sucks. We're uh, sorry. Yeah, we are sorry. I didn't, <laughs> we didn't know. mean to. I didn't know. <laughs> uh, but we got to find a way to still do a giveaway for uh, some, Maybe some supporters of the show. I think we might move it like to a, like Instagram a, or Twitter. Or yeah, something. like a poll on Twitter or something. Yeah. We have the emails of everybody who is a Patreon supporter. Uh, so we'll, I don't know, I might just spin the wheel and uh, continue the the free giveaway thing and just not announce it or whatever just immediately email the winner like uh, hey yeah, here's hey, your, yeah you got some free stuff coming check it out <laughs> yeah i don't know we're gonna have to see how that goes but i definitely keep going uh a, a giveaway of sorts for the patreon listeners oh yeah and yeah, subscribers because yeah. definitely they we really it. appreciate yeah. them and we'll talk more about the patreon uh in probably just a couple of minutes so Absolutely. stick around and you can find out how you can get some sweet stuff from uh, the show too including what last Last month, the winner was your wife, who is a yes. Patreon supporter of the show. Yes. Uh, she won the Blu-ray copy of Star Wars, The Rise of Skywalker, when it came out. Yes, which I've asked her if she wants to watch it, and she said, mm, maybe. No, and no. I'm like, okay, cool. So I put it on, and she started watching it, but then the... The, the, the our, child. The child, mm-hmm. yeah. And she was just Behold, like, the child. And, and, you know, Aaron's not much of movies, but she did definitely give this a shot. She enjoyed it. Well, if you also want to watch The Rise of Skywalker, you can wait until Monday, yes, May 4th, the unofficial, yep. official Star Wars holiday. Mm-hmm. Uh, Rise of Skywalker will be on Disney+. Plus. Yeah, they early released it. I'm okay with that. I am too. Because I was going to have to come to your house to borrow it. Uh, I'll just wait until Monday anymore. and watch it. <laughs> you don't have to anymore. I really like, oh, they're so good, though. I know there's a lot of people who have qualms with, I even liked watching The Last Jedi when I watched it on Disney+. Mm-hmm. Plus. Yeah. And I don't know if it's because I really love the movie or if I just love being able to watch every single Star Wars at my yeah, house now. That's, yeah, that's kind of cool. You got I, all of them right there. Cool. So cool. Yeah. But speaking of cool things, uh, in the comic book industry, there was some pretty cool news, though, going on uh, in the past week. The comic book creators uh, all banded together, and they ran with the hashtag on Twitter, Creators for Comics. Uh, this was a pretty cool move. I know Brian Michael Bendis was a part of it, as, long, as well as Sam Humphreys. Uh, I want to say Phil Jimenez. You know what? It, a it lot would, of different guys. It would be a disservice. Was it a big collaboration? So it was a huge collaboration um, by a bunch of comic book creators, um, essentially, if you were a comic creator and you're on Twitter, you could donate to this hashtag. What you would do is you, if you're an artist, you could create your own piece of work to auction off. Oh, wow. And give the proceeds to creators for comics. That's cool. Um, there were a lot of writers who, uh, some of them did like Skype calls mm-hmm. with fans or um, kind of wrote some of their own stuff or did like really cool one-on-one stuff to yeah. auction off. And a lot of these did very well. Uh, if I was a millionaire, you'd know because I would have been the winning bidder on Jim Lee's Dark Side <laughs> that he did for this. Yeah, because it was beautiful. Um, but this this whole thing was set up with a website and everything. Creators for comics from um, what we got here looks like Cami Garcia, Brian Michael Bendis, Gwenda Bond, <laughs> Sam Humphreys, and Phil Jimenez. Uh, they did. I mean, it was just a, a really awesome thing for them to find a way to try and support comic shops that were having a real hard time. Yeah. So what they did is they got everybody together to do this and, and take part via Twitter. Uh, and what they wound up doing is raising $433,000. Damn. Holy shit. And that is huge. Huge. I'm go ahead and uh, give them a little bit of applause. That's... Definitely, massive definitely of money. awesome. Uh, so what they would they are doing with that money is they are giving it to comic book shops and independent booksellers who are struggling to stay open right now. Yeah. Uh-huh. So it's just an incredible way for all of these creators who are supported through these direct markets. These guys that is um, and, really and cool. gals whose businesses are selling their work now in this time they're 
doing what they can to help them out. So I uh, just think that's huge. It really that shows that in an industry where you support someone's creativity, they are willing to try and support back. So that's mm-hmm. massive. So we're going to give them one more applause again because oh, they deserve it. Absolutely. Huge, huge stuff there. So that's why the uh, Creators for Comics hashtag was trending last week. And there were some really cool stuff. So if you have some time, go ahead and throw that into the Twitter search bar, that hashtag Creators for Comics. Yeah. Uh, and you'll see some really cool artwork um, and a ton of really cool stuff. So check that out. That is huge. Um, you know, we talked about Marvel confirmed the release day of the new comics, which is also huge news. There's also yeah. a little bit of news this week from Scott Snyder, uh, who is just a prolific writer on Batman from the New 52 era. And even after, uh, he just finished up a pretty long run on Justice League, mm-hmm. as well as uh, the Dark Knight's Metal storyline. I bet which, Justin could have a lot to talk about with that. Yeah, sorry, intern Justin. You're not here, but we'd have some fun with this. Uh, but the big news is that Scott Snyder was talking about that he might be done with Batman. Really? Uh, Which isn't exactly news. He had said that before. He says last Batman story would be Batman Last Night on Earth, Hmm. which just wrapped up from the DC Black Label uh, just a few months ago. Do they have someone in his place to take over? Oh, so that's been done and handled. Um, Okay. I feel bad. Uh, James Tinney and the Fourth is the writer on Batman now. Oh, okay. And he's got a couple issues under his belt already. He's doing some big things with that. Cool. Uh, if you want to know more about James Tinian's run on Batman, check out our <laughs> Patreon, and you can read my reviews on those issues, starting with Batman number 86. Nice. So, yeah, check that out. So he's Batman's in good hands, but the big news out of this was in one of his Comics for Creators things he was talking about that he might – be writing Nightwing, uh, yeah. a Nightwing story, not necessarily the the full blown title. Uh, those details were kind of murky, mm-hmm. um, but he was talking about how he thinks he has a Dick Grayson story to tell, and I am on board with that. Okay, I would yeah. love to see Scott Snyder uh, play in the world of. It's going to sound bad, but play in the world of Dick. I think he could do <laughs> a lot of good there. Kind of get us out of this whole Rick Grayson fiasco that we. Uh, had seen in Nightwing recently. So that'd be cool to see. Uh, even if you brought Greg Capullo along for the art chores, that would be incredible. Nice. Um, cool. Yeah, so possible good news there. That's uh, awesome. That should be good for fans. God, I hope so. Hell yeah. I do love me some Nightwing, but Nightwing's hit or miss. It really just depends mm-hmm. kind of what's going on. Because he's really just like DC's Daredevil now. Is he blind? No, no, he can see, but he runs around with two sticks, rooftop dweller, oh, that kind I of gotcha. stuff. Okay, all right. So Nightwing's kind of a hard character to write, in my opinion. I'm sure a lot of people would disagree with me, but I don't know what I would do with Nightwing. Mm-hmm. So when you have somebody who thinks did way they, outside the box, like Scott Snyder, that's did what they make that's a exciting. live action TV show Nightwing a long time ago? No, no, they had one called Nightman. Nightman from Malibu Comics. He drove a prowler and played saxophone it's, it's the 90s guys i, I was gonna say because that the name sounds familiar i thought i might have seen a, a tv show back in the day but anyway no. no nightwing's never had a show but he has been on dc's titans uh, mm. which a couple of the episodes were written by brian edward hill who we interviewed in one of our earlier yeah. creator episodes um oh, oh i'm thinking a night court with the bald judge are you kidding me i'm joking i was gonna say holy <laughs> crap man you're way off <laughs> Night Court, dude, I can hear the opening theme right now. Yeah, those, yeah. oh my God. I love Night Court. But anyway, uh, in other news, uh, there was some cool video game news this week as the new setting for the next Assassin's Creed game was revealed. Uh, yeah, that's what you were saying. I, I never played that game, but I've seen people play it before. Assassin, it looks pretty freaking cool. Assassin's Creed is awesome. It looks like something I could get into. I really was just kind of hoping, because they've done like... You run around with a sword and slice people, right? Uh, sword, crossbow, crossbow. Whatever. Yeah, okay. You've so got I, like I, these I, blades, like yeah. in not in your wrist, but they're like whatever. They pop out, and you mm-hmm. use them to just like, murk people and then run yeah. away. It's kind of like Fallen Order. So they've done different eras. Mm-hmm. Um, one they did the very first one it was like knights, 
mm-hmm. the Knights Templar. Yeah. So kind of that era, although even that was kind of up to interpretation. There's been a lot of Assassin's Creed yes. games. Yeah. There was one where you were a pirate, and oh, you nice. actually went uh, on on different boats and, and stuff through the Galapagos Islands and, and Bahamas and when stuff When are they like going to make a galactic Assassin's Creed? Like through D- no, no need. I need them to hit 1970s New York City first. <laughs> Do you know how cool that would be? Have the have Arthur Fleck come at you? Dre, Dre, well, he was 80s. But, oh, I thought that was 70s. Nah, it looked like it, but Todd Phillips later confirmed in commentary it was the 80s. Oh, uh, okay. Anyway, but 70s New York. Could you imagine an assassin dressed as a pimp just running along the rooftops? <laughs> it's like jump, jumping dressed down. Dressed as jump, a pimp. <laughs> jumping some big boat caddy. Yeah, <laughs> that would be amazing. But it was it's just far enough to where you don't have to worry about anybody using cell phones, yeah. so all the mechanics can stay in place. <laughs> and there's lots of high rises to jump off of instead of landing in like bins of hay. Mm-hmm. You land in like dumpsters of trash Dumpster. to break your fall. <laughs> and just random piles of cardboard. And you can are... still ride horses in Central Park. So oh, it's yeah. kind of like, yeah. well, that's my argument anyway. Ubisoft, if you're listening. Give me an Assassin's Creed in 1970s New York. <laughs> they did do like the 19 early 1900s London. What about Assassin's Creed 1990s in LA? <laughs> Are we talking 99 or 91? Because that matters. <laughs> Either or. That matters a lot. Either or. <laughs> Just screw it. 95. Right in the middle. I don't even know what's going on then. <laughs> But they, they announced that, so it's going to be a bunch of Vikings. So it's called Assassin's Creed Valhalla. Oh, that sounds kind of cool. Like, it, if they make a Vikings game, I could I would play it's that. Cool. that. It looks lo- cool. That sounds fucking awesome. They have uh, the cinematic cutscene is what they have to kind of announce it. Yeah. And it looks really cool. What it looks like is they took the the actors from the, is it the History Channel show Vikings? Uh, and they just said, get ready. Is that you're, you're in a bitch in video game now? Because oh, that's exactly that's awesome. what it looks like. I watched a few of those episodes, Viking. I th- yeah, I think it was either like uh, DirecTV or History, but it was awesome. Yeah, no, they look fun. And I just said, yeah, again, but damn it. Uh, but Eric, <laughs> I know Laser Eric is stoked for this game because he likes Vikings and uh, our very own Patreon supporter, Special K. Uh-huh. Sean Keller is really stoked for it too. Nice. He's, he's down for Valhalla. Hell yeah. I'm excited, too. I can't wait to see how it goes. But, um, you know, I'm not as excited for that as everyone is for one of our fan favorite segments of the show. Oh, yeah. Can, you, uh, you ready to get a little funky with it? Oh, I can get a little funky. If you what, can uh, find that beat, <laughs> I will wait for we've, you. We've got many different. Um, we'll keep it. We'll keep it brief. All right. But we'll, we'll keep them good. All right. So let's just. Go ahead and roll these dad jokes. Can I start? Go for it. Yeah, go. What do you call a frog that's illegally parked? I don't know. What do you call it? Toad. <laughs> well, uh, what do you call a pig that does karate? Pork chop. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> I'd shake and bake that guy. <laughs> Two goldfish are sitting in a tank. One looked at the other and said, do you know how to drive this thing? <laughs> What do you call a boomerang that doesn't work? A frisbee? A stick. I was going to say lost. <laughs> what else you got? Uh, where do you find cow? Where do you find a cow with no legs? Where do you find it? Or what do you call it? <laughs> where do you find a cow with no legs? Right where you left it. <laughs> I was going to say that's called ground beef, but all right. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of which, what do you say to a bodybuilding cow farmer? What was that? Show us your calves. <laughs> hey, I got a knock knock joke here. All right, knock okay. knock. Who's there? Okay, I was gonna say Hawaii. Hawaii, who? I'm fine. Hawaii, you. <laughs> so bad. That one, not the best thing I've ever said. But I mean, hey, you know what? It's fine. You know, with so many sporting events being canceled, they're having to televise the World Origami Championship. Uh-huh. It's on pay-per-view. <laughs> what do you call a man with no shins? 
I do not know. <laughs> Tony. <laughs> that one's really good. What do you call a bear with no teeth? Gummy bear. Exactly. Now I want some. A rental car ran over my foot. <laughs> Bloody hurts. <laughs> that was good. I like that one. Uh, what's the best thing about Switzerland? Oh, you know what? John did this one. I don't know, but the flag is a big plus. That's right. He did. <laughs> he did. Uh, Why do cows wear bells? Why? Because their horns don't work. <laughs> uh, why couldn't the pony sing a lullaby? She was a little horse. Oh. <laughs> what do you call man with no limbs in the sea? <laughs> what? Bob. <laughs> uh. Why did the poor man stock up on yeast? Make some dough. Oh. That was, okay. Okay. Why doesn't anyone laugh at pizza jokes? Because they're too cheesy. <laughs> hey, uh, what do you get when you drop a piano down a mine shaft? I don't know. <laughs> a flat miner. Sorry. You know what? I think that's going to do it for us. And uh, let's be honest, all of them were good. (laughs) That was kind of a cow-heavy one. I think I counted three cow jokes. Yeah, yeah, there was. Right above (laughs) the flat miner. Hey, uh, speaking of cow jokes, one more. (laughs) You just can't help What do you call a cow with two legs? Lean beef. <laughs> Sorry. I love it. No, that was great. <laughs> All, All right. right. Okay. All right. Yeah. So if you like these dad jokes and you want to hear us say way more jokes and be way drunker doing it, you can stick around for the after hour show. The after hour show is a Patreon supporter exclusive. So if you're interested in the show, you like hearing us talk, you wish you could hear more of it, go to patreon.com slash galactic dads. Uh, from the very first level of pledging, you get sweet galactic swag which will include a super awesome die-cut sticker. We're talking five inches, so it's no small, crappy sticker. Heck, yeah. This is a nice vinyl cut. It's pretty resistant, it's too. It's waterproof. It's, you can mm. put it on your car. That's where mine is. That's where mine is. So you, I got to get one on the new... I got to get one on the on my other cars. So You do? Yeah. I mean, yeah, you've got so a fleet. Got, you have a galactic fleet. I know, yeah. I got I got multiple stickers, and the stickers, they, they look so good. You got the hologram stickers. We have the holographic sticker, awesome. which is... Really cool, so you can awesome. blind people behind you say so <laughs> figure out that you're a supporter of the show. Absolutely. Also, you can get the T-shirt, which is super dope. You can find that on the Instagram page and on the Patreon. We have lots of photos of it. You can get the hoodie, which is still sick. Awesome. Uh, that and access to the blogs, written reviews, um, extra episodes, videos, pictures, all sorts of stuff. We're constantly yeah. putting things on the Patreon, as well as doing monthly giveaways, which apparently are not uh, allowed anymore, but we'll still work in a way. <laughs> we'll figure a way yeah, to get you some stuff. To uh, support those who support us. Some sweet swag. And also, if you are on the producer level of the Galactic Dads Patreon, uh, you earn yourself a mention in the show. We have two fine members. The first one is my homie from day one on the patreon that is keith jefferson yeah here we go we're gonna give uh that's what there we go keith has been with us since the patreon launched and it's been a fantastic supporter as well thank as you being keith. a dad he's also a bit of a geek himself so thanks keith we hope you enjoy all of your sweet merch and your continued support thank you very much keith we also have our buddy Special K. We mentioned him briefly earlier in the show as well. Absolutely. Uh, but he is a newer addition to the Patreon supporting, but we love him just as much. Appreciate everything he does uh, in support of the show, and we hope he enjoys all of his sweet swag as well. Absolutely. Thank you, Special K. Thanks, Special K. Big applause for Special K Woo! right here. 
All right. And as always, if you want to talk to us, hit us up on those socials at Galactic Dads and elsewhere. Uh, become a member of the Patreon. We'll talk to you even more. And if you want, and we would love you for it, go ahead and rate the show yeah. on whatever platform you're listening on. We're on Apple, Spotify, Google Podcast, iHeartRadio, Stitcher. Pretty much it's, any platform, if you, isn't it, right? Yeah, if you yeah. listen to podcasts through any means, you'll be able to find the Galactic Dads. Uh, so if you listen to us, share us on your socials. That would be a huge help. And definitely leave reviews. Let, let your friends know. Word of mouth helps too, you know. It really Just does. Tell if people you know, at work. If you know dad or a geek or yeah. a geeky dad, or someone who loves a geeky dad. Or even somebody just likes the Marvel movies, you know, and the DC movies. Just, we talk about it all. Yeah. So we appreciate you guys for listening. Uh, and thanks again. We hope to see you on the next episode.